Hello everyone and welcome back to the Board Gaming Doctor. My name is Phil and I'll be your Board Game Doctor today. In this episode I want to give two thoughts to games I haven't played yet but I do want to touch on for news purposes as well as for interest in the upcoming uh, convention season and next year. Uh, so first of all, uh, congratulations to all the games that won this Spiel des Jahres. Uh, that took place recently. Uh, so first of all, Dorf Romantic is the game that won the Spiel, uh, with Challengers winning the Kinderspiel and Mysterium Kids for the uh, Kinderspiel. And I've already covered Challengers before, and it was you know a lot of fun. Uh, but I do want to you know give you my thoughts on on Dorf Romantic. I've not had the opportunity to play this game yet, but you may have heard of this game from the video game. I don't know when that was released, but essentially you're placing tiles almost like a Carcassonne style where you're trying to collect and congregate different area types like fields or grasslands or towns, railways, you know, you can get along railway as well, forests, etc. And you're playing down these tiles and slowly growing them out. If you congregate in a big enough area of the and close off these different types of terrain, then you fulfill objectives in the in the video game and you uh, get more tiles that you can place on and you kind of go through this over and over until you know you run out of tiles and you can't fulfill any more objectives and you get a score that you can post right <clears throat> so that's the classic game anyway in the board game it's a cooperative game where you are placing tiles down onto a board you're trying to do the same thing and match them to the correct areas while fulfilling objectives that are drawn from a deck of cards. So, in my opinion, I think this the adaptation to the board game is really good. Uh, it, it basically is the, <laughs> the video game in analog form, but I think that's where the problem for me is, as far as it being excited to play this game, the excitement to play, is that with the video game, you, one, is the, the um, environment... Or the the situation, you know, you're you're playing this game to cozy mu music. Uh, you've got little you know trains flowing throughout the or uh, running throughout the uh, tra you know railways that you place down. You have boats that are sailing through the rivers and streams. Uh, then yeah, the nice music and everything, and the you know nearly unlimited amount of tiles that you can place on that just makes the uh, village or the countryside area that you're building more. Uh, grandiose than the limited amount of tiles that you have in the uh, board game, basically, right? Uh, of course, you can play music. Of course, you can, you know, still have a lot of variety in, in how and when these tiles do come out. But you do have the same tiles played over and over again. There, there may be a, a situation where you take out a few tiles from the game, but you're still limited to that. And in addition to that, it's a cooperative game. Uh, the video game itself is most likely a a solo experience. You know, you just kind of sit down and kind of get into a zone of placing these tiles down, and that's very appropriate and uh, reminiscent of some of my favorite games from my you know earlier years, just like Harvest Moon. Uh, just some games that are really comfortable to play and, and approach. But I feel like with the board game and the cooperative nature of it, sure you can play it solo, but if you're playing with other people. Uh, there may be opportunities or situations where, you know, people will quarterback and, you know, tell you what to do, and it may not lead to a positive experience similar to games like Pandemic, where if you do have someone who 
really likes to take over and take charge of where these tiles go. Maybe they are better at this game or more experienced, but it, it may detract from the experience overall uh, of enjoyment from some of those players who do not uh, care for that type of play style. And I mean, I'm guilty of, of doing that as well. And I try to back off and that's why I don't play a lot of co-op games with, with my family and friends. But regardless, I think my excitement for this is like a one out of three. Uh, if one is the lowest and three is the highest uh, rating. I, I think if I were to have an opportunity to play this game as a board game, I would try it out for sure. But one, you know, I think I, I think there's a little bit more nuance and complexity to Carcassonne at this point. So if I do want a tile lane experience, I would probably turn to that. But if I do want Dwarf Romantic, I would definitely rather play it as a video game and have that, you know, that, that environment around me that, uh, just the coziness of, of this game just really appeals to me. And I think that is best utilized digitally, unfortunately, uh, compared to the analog experience. So a one out of three for me, uh, for Dorf Romantic. I, I probably won't be seeking this out anytime soon, but congratulations for winning the spiel. I'm sure a lot of people do enjoy this game for sure. The next game that I want to talk about is called Fromage. Uh, fromage is the French word for cheese. <laughs> And this is a new game by Matthew Matthew O'Malley and Ben Rossett uh, from Road to Infamy Games as the publisher. You may know them from Search for Planet X and Between Two Cities, which are very popular games, right? Uh, so this game is a 2024 release. Uh, it is one to four players, plays in 30 to 45 minutes and is age 14 plus. And so the weight of this game is most likely going to be middling to, to low or light. And in this game, and the fun, the reason that I, I was drawn to this game, first of all, is cheese, you know, <laughs> cheese is a fun theme. And actually, you know, as, as many of you do, perhaps, you know, you've thought about creating your own game and you have a jumble of mechanisms in your head of what type of game you'd want to do. And I've had that as well. And one day, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was kind of sitting down thinking, oh, you know, what What kind of theme do I want to pursue in this game of mine that's in my head? And I thought, oh, you know, what about cheese? What about making and selling cheese? I think that would be fun and unique. <laughs> and literally, I kid you not, the next day this was announced or it came into my feed about this uh, cheese making and selling game. And so, well, they obviously had this idea and beat me to the punch. But regardless, um, so this game, you are placing workers simultaneously in front of a, a kind of a modular board in front of you, right? Um, it kind of reminds me of like the Lazy Susan in not A Search for Planet X, but Planet Unknown, uh, which came out a couple of years ago, uh, where you do, you know, you grab from that Lazy Susan and you move it uh, so it matches your, you know, different opponents and uh, you get to draw different tiles, etc., but in this game, you get to place them onto this rotating cheese wheel, basically. And you take certain actions such as, uh, you know, buying cheese, making cheese, selling it, you know, tr uh, increasing transportation, etc. Fulfilling objectives, right, or, or contracts is, I think, what the aim of this game is. Uh, the, the catch to this game, though, is that you place those workers uh, directly facing you. So one side of them is facing you. And then when you do rotate the board, then you don't, you, you only take workers that are facing you still, like from other opponents, right? So the ones that you had just placed in your 
uh, side of the board, your quadrant, are now f- facing totally different directions. They may be facing you, they may be facing other opponents, and they get to take those workers, but the ones that are facing you directly from anywhere on the board are the ones that you gather and you take your actions simultaneously for the next round. And so there there are probably some rules about, like, if you take a certain spot, you have to, you know, put the meeple at a 90-degree angle, 180, you know, not facing you at all. So you could technically get that worker into rounds when it starts to face you directly. And so I think that really is neat, and it's a good twist on worker placement. But the weight of the game, just from the sound of it, if it does truly play from 30 to 45 minutes, you know, that may be uh, a really crunchy game in a short amount of time. And if we've seen that, you know, with the search for Planet X and Between Two Cities, uh, there there is a little bit of meat, you know, per se, uh, to those games when it comes to strategy. But I think they're a little bit lighter and a little bit more approachable for, you know, a family weight style of game. And so I am imagining that this this new, the the complexity of this new game is kind of going to fit that, you know, category of a, a light to perhaps medium light type of experience. And so... Uh, it'll be interesting to see. The rule book is out and available. I haven't read through. Well, I, I have read through it, but not, you know, I haven't internalized the rules yet or anything. But I think this will be interesting. I think I, I think it's a, a, a new take on worker placement. At least for me, I've never seen this done in any other game before. And we'll see if there is, you know, a little bit of variety to the worker placement spots that you have, as well as the uh, objectives that you're trying f- to fulfill. I like the... I, I guess there's a pro and a con to the forced flow of this game where you're always rotating that wheel and so you're always knowing which actions you're going to take in order and so everyone's kind of, you know, uh, making cheese this round and then the next round your neighbor's making cheese while you're aging them, etc. You know, and so it's uh, pretty cyclical and so there's not a lot of variation to what other people may be doing. I don't know. Um, but I think this will be an interesting game to say the least from a good pedigree of games before. So that's Fromage. And that is it for my thoughts on these two games. Uh, I'm, I'm, I am going to give a two out of three for Fromage just until I get to understand some of the rules a little bit better uh, before I am really excited to try it out and we'll see what other people think too. Uh, those are my thoughts and thank you for sticking around and listening to them. I hope you schedule an appointment with your board game doctor real soon and I'll catch you in the next one. Take care.